0: Welcome to the Holiday Decor Podcast, your source for the year-round celebration of holiday hope and seasonal cheer. To help you usher season's greetings into your home, here's your host, Anne McDonald.
1: When your kids are little and they bring home the ornaments that they've made at school or at Sunday school and you're like... Uh, awesome. This is amazing. (laughs) Hey, this is Ann McDonald and welcome to this week's episode of the Holiday Decor Podcast. We're actually going to talk about something incredibly special and that is decorating the family memory Christmas tree. We're going to make sense out of all those kids ornaments after we take a quick break to thank our sponsors. Do you have a large home that you need to get party ready this season? Do you have a house that's over 3,000 or 4,000 square feet? And you're thinking to yourself, I do not know where to start. Well, if that's the case, we have an exciting free training just for you. And this free training is going to help you decorate your large home, church or property without busting the bank or spending countless wasteful hours trying to get everything done. So join us for our upcoming free exclusive webinar, How to Decorate Your Party Ready, 4,000 plus square foot space, where you and I will unpack the secrets to stylishly elevating your holiday decor this season on a budget. We're gonna train you just like we train our professional holiday decorators. So don't miss this opportunity to elevate your holiday space you're responsible for decorating the church this year, or you're decorating your friend's house or your own home. And it is a large space. Don't get overwhelmed. Go right now and register for your free ticket at our upcoming webinar at www.holidaydecorhome.com. That's right. Go directly to www.holidaydecorhome.com. So what do you do with all of those lovely and special ornaments that the kids bring home from church, from school, from their friends' Christmas parties, from all the good stuff going on in the neighborhood during the holiday season? What do you do with those ornaments? Hi, this is Ann McDonald. And like I said, on this week's episode, I'm going to talk about something that I call super special, and that is decorating a family memory Christmas tree. So how are we going to unpack this this week? Well, I want to set a couple of ground rules. The first is that there is no bad or ugly ornament, especially not ornaments that your kids make or that have special memories attached to them. This grouping of ornaments is vastly different from the ornaments and the decor that we would put in for a party-ready home or if we are decorating a home to be photographed for the magazines. There are just, there are actually three different types of overarching holiday decor, and today we're going to tackle a specific type. So let me go ahead and unpack the three different types of holiday decor. There's the function-driven type. That's where you have to have your house or your office or the church function for specific events right it's you got to make sure that you can have 60 people come in the door and 25 people set their coats and purses down it's entirely function driven that's the first type you can add the beauty and all the other stuff around it but you have to make sure it works the second type is what we call the style right? It's the style type where the whole goal is to have that house, the office, the church shine. Maybe it's being photographed for a local magazine or maybe you're hosting the ladies, you know, luncheon tour or something like that. And I mean, the style is the driving decision maker. That's the second type. Then there's the third type, which is what we call the memorial or the traditional type of Christmas. Now, different traditions for different cultures, right? I shared in one episode, we had an AFS student when I was growing up and she was from Sweden and her cultural traditions were different than ours. So depending on what your cultural traditions are, your family memory Christmas tree, including those kids ornaments from church and handmade to craft parties and things like that, can be very different from another's. So what I wanna tackle in this week's episode Are some principles that will help you elevate even the most basic and oddball matching ornaments that you have to put onto a tree so that when everybody sees that tree, they're all able to discover their contribution from ages past and they're able to see those things in a beautiful light so that they spark imagination and stories. You know, one of the things I love about family memory Christmas trees is that when people see them, when kids come back and they see their ornaments, they're like, oh my gosh, I remember making that in third grade. Or maybe, you know, you've got an elder relative and they gave you an ornament. And it's actually seen better days, but you still bring that thing out like it is, I don't know, like it's the Taj Mahal. You've taken good care of it and you hang that thing on the tree and they're just like, their eyes light up and they sparkle, right? So we have to make spaces and places in our home to accommodate these beautiful memories. And I love the family memory Christmas tree for that reason. Now, the truth is not they don't always look the best. Can we just can we just have like the, the truth take moment here? Like, what do you do when you've got like these <laughs> random ornaments and these, you know, things that are kind of falling apart and you're like, and I know I have to put these out, but man, oh man, I don't know what to do. So the first thing I wanna do is I wanna give you a very basic tip. And we actually have all of our clients that we work with on a one-on-one basis do this. So please write this down. I want you to take all of those special family memory ornaments, and I want you to put them in a place where you can take individual pictures of them all in the same vein. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but you can get these little light boxes on Amazon. It's like a little white box. You can even make it at home with some paper and a, you know, a cardboard box or something. And you basically put the ornament in and then you take a picture and you can do this with your cell phone. But what I want you to do is, I know everybody always says, oh, that thing will last forever. But you know what, friend? Sometimes those ornaments don't last forever. So one of the best precautions I always share with our clients is I want you to take pictures of those ornaments, especially if they have been very special or they've, you know, from a relative who's passed on or a kid has made this and it's been very special, but it's about on its last legs. I want you to take pictures of these things. And there are two things that we can do with those pictures for um, the family memory Christmas tree. Now, the first thing you can do is you can actually print those pictures out. And we've done this in little, do you know the old Polaroid cameras? How many of you are familiar with the old Polaroid cameras? Well, so one of the things that you can actually do is take the image and have it superimposed on another image so it looks like it's a Polaroid, even though it's not a Polaroid. Do you know what I mean? So you can you can actually take those pictures and then print them out as if they're Polaroids and have the Polaroids be the ornaments on the tree. That's one way where we've helped clients capture the entirety, the entire suite, right? Of sometimes decades and decades of family memory Christmas ornaments, but have it be consistent, especially if you've got little ones. You got grands, you got littles running around the house, and you can't actually have ornaments that are breakable or can be harmed or that would be bad, you know, if they got a hold of them. So in that way, you can actually create a family memory Christmas tree that's actually just covered with all of these beautiful photographs of the ornaments. And then on the back of the photographs, you can actually write out the memory associated or the story associated with the ornament. Now here's a fun game that you can play. Now this is <laughs> this is fun when you've got the whole family together. You actually have somebody go up and they have to pick an ornament that's not theirs, that they don't necessarily know about, and they have to try to tell the rest of the fam what the memory is associated, like what's the backstory on this ornament. And what's really funny is that, you know, sometimes they know and sometimes they should know and they don't. So you can even make this into a fun family game that all ages can play, right? Because there's, there's nothing untoward about it. And it's a great way to actually communicate the memories to the younger generations of things gone past. So that's one of the things that I love to do for the family memory Christmas tree that actually preserves some of those ornaments that may be on their last legs. All right, we're going to take a quick break for our Tinsel Time feature this week. And when we come back, I'm going to give you a couple more tips and principles that will help you no matter what you're dealing with with those family memory Christmas trees, so you can have a very special and significant season. We'll be right back after our Tinsel Time feature.
0: Welcome to Tinsel Time, where we enjoy something extravagant every week, just for fun. Would you like an insider design tip to take your faux fur mountain holiday home design even more over the top? One way Anne takes even the faux fur holiday design over the top is to create custom garlands, mantelpieces, pieces, wreaths, tabletop Christmas trees, and even chair wreath hangers using faux fur. A key to making this look elegant and not tacky is to design each item intentionally, and have them professionally made by a drapery or upholstery workroom. Also, do not overdo every space like a bad hunting lodge. Instead, opt for sparse placement of faux fur holiday items. A typical rule of thumb is one-third decor to two-thirds empty space. Let the fancy and fabulous do the talking, and make sure your eyes have space to rest. See a few pictures in the show notes at HolidayDecorHome.com.
1: So, and the pictures are awesome, I love that, but what do I do if I actually wanna put out all of the actual ornaments on the tree? Well, friend, I've got some really cool counsel for you. So one of the things that I love about the family memory Christmas trees, and this is, we're talking, friends, about having a Christmas tree where the entire thing is not driven by function, it's not driven by style, it's actually driven by memories and traditions. So one of the ways that we can unify the overall look of the tree so it doesn't look junky. Can I just have a minute as your, can I put on your local designer hat and tell you the truth? Can I have a truth moment here? (laughs) Okay, I have some very lovely people that I know. And they're like, yeah, I don't care what my Christmas tree looks like. And I'm thinking, I can totally tell that you do not care. Okay, I hope that wasn't too harsh. And I don't think any of them listened to this podcast. But there is an element of stewardship where the way we actually steward our spaces and places, it has nothing to do with money, but it does have to do with intention. And so what we want to do is we want to create a beautiful intention around our family memory Christmas trees. So they're beautiful. So they're lovely experiences that, I mean, obviously they're not being photographed for a magazine, it doesn't. that part doesn't matter. But what we do wanna do is we wanna take some, in, put some intent into it. One of the best ways that you can do that is actually create a really beautiful baseline with ribbon. Now, how many of you have ever thought, oh, I'm going to use ribbon on my Christmas tree and you don't actually buy enough ribbon for the tree? Have you ever done that and you're like, dang it, then you go back to buy the ribbon and they don't have the same ribbon that you got and you're just like, oh my goodness. You decorate the front of the tree, but not the back of the tree. Am I talking to anybody besides myself? So a couple of things I want to share with you about how you can actually use ribbon to get a cohesive look for your family memory christmas trees. Now these are the these are the trees where we're putting the ornaments that the kids made, right? The ornaments that they made in school, that they made at their boy or girl scouts, right? Or brownies or bluebirds or whatever it is <laughs> these days, right? The the ornaments that they made at Sunday school, the ornaments that they made with their friends, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. And what I wanna do is give you a very lovely way to create something that sparks conversation and storytelling and joy. So there are two things that I like to do to integrate family memory Christmas trees. The first is, well, if you if you have ornaments that are falling apart, like I said, take pictures of everything. I talked about that before our Tinsel Time feature. But there are two other things that I really like to do to help people engage with the family memories, because otherwise they just walk by the tree and they don't really know that it's anything special. And one of the beautiful things about having a super special season that is dedicated to traditions and different cultural traditions and different ways that your family and your generations have celebrated Christmas is to actually make the family memory Christmas tree a time of communication and a time of being able to share, whether it's in games or or all these other things. So there are two ways that I like to do that. The first is actually let's buy enough ribbon and have the ribbon weave through the tree And then you can actually write out on just little cards. You can write it out on your computer and then print it out on some cardstock and and actually put that onto the ribbon. You can use little, um, at the craft stores, they have these little tiny, they're like uh, clothespin hooks, like. I'm old enough that I know what a clothespin is, but they have these little clips that you can use, and you can actually pin the stories from the ornaments onto the ribbon that you've laced throughout the Christmas tree. And what happens here is the ribbon gives a cohesive look to the tree. So even though you've got all sorts of different sizes of ornaments and all different shapes of ornaments, and some are falling apart and some are still doing really well, but the ribbon and then the cards with the stories on them actually invites interaction with the tree. Does that make sense? So now you can start to, again, like we talked about before Tinsel Time, is you can actually have games where family members have to go and they have to pick a story off of the ribbon, and then they have to go look for the ornament on the tree that actually matches that story. Now this is a fun way, like I said, to share family memories, to have kids remember, hey, you know what? Family may be messy, but we're family. And it can be a really special time. So that's tip number one. The second way I love to do it is to actually get little gift boxes. Again, just go to the craft store. Sometimes the dollar store has these and they're actually little gift boxes. And what you can do with the stories behind the kids ornaments is actually, again, print them up and then put them into these little boxes and then hang the boxes on the tree as ornaments. So if you don't wanna do ribbon throughout your tree, that's not really the look that you're going for this year. What you can do, like I said, is buy a whole bunch of those little gift boxes and then take the ornaments that you're going to put out and write the stories or the memories behind them tie them into something that's significant for your family maybe you had a really special season maybe you had you went someplace super special for christmas and you bought a bunch of ornaments from you know that location i know personally whenever i go to a different location from where we live or where we have where we have some other properties i always like to buy ornaments from that location. So I have ornaments from all different places. I have ornaments from overseas. I have ornaments from different places in the United States. And it's a fun way when we put those on the family memory Christmas tree, it's a fun way to just say, hey, do you remember this trip that we took? Hey, what about this one? What do you remember about that trip? And it's a great way to invite conversation and have fellowship and community when, you know, sometimes when, when we get together for Christmas, it can be a little stressful, right? I mean, let's just be totally truthful. It can be stressful. You've got, maybe you haven't seen each other for a while and you're looking for icebreakers. You know, it's not like you want to have people like drinking and doing that. And yeah, you know, you don't want a bunch of TV on in the background. You actually just want to have a nice gathering together. And this is a great way to it really reintroduce the stories and your family traditions to help build the generations. And that's one of the reasons I love talking about this. And it doesn't actually take a ton of work and a ton of effort, but it really does go a long way. Now, I wanna to talk to all the moms and the grandmamas because this will likely fall on your shoulders, right? So one of the one of the things that we do with our full-time clients is we don't actually have them do this in November or December or even September, October. We are usually saying to the to the moms and the grandmoms and whoever is is in charge of kind of hosting the holiday season, we're like, you know what? Do you know when we do this? We do this in like March. We take all the holiday decor out. We make the edits. We do all that kind of stuff, and we just give ourselves time, space, and place to actually embrace this process, so that we're not feeling the stress of it. So, if you're listening to this, you're like, "Am I do not have time to do one more thing? Like, don't make me like write out stories for all of the kids' ornaments. Like, I can't even remember when they did that. But if you're in that position, don't fret. Don't worry about it." Okay. I want to tell you about a tool that I love. It's amazing. Okay. So there's this tool it's called otter.ai. Write that down. If you don't know what it is, I'll make sure we have it in the show notes. It's called Otter, r.ai. And you can actually create a free account. And basically what happens, what you can do with otter.ai is you talk and it transcribes your talking. So how cool is that? So you could literally flip on otter.ai when you are unpacking the Christmas ornaments from years gone past, and you could be like, oh my gosh, this is the ornament that Sally Sue made at church camp, you know, and then then tell a little story about it and otter.ai will will capture that for you. I don't want Christmas and, and this whole process to be a stressful thing. What I do want, however, is to help you and to empower you if this is on your heart, to create family traditions and memories that aren't what I would call commercially based. Do you know what I mean by that? So it's not like the house and the tree has to be perfect all the time. though. No, I love beauty, you know that. As a listener, Like I, I really do love beauty. And I do think that spaces and places can move us forward or hold us back. But one of the things that this process does, especially with the family memory Christmas tree, is it gathers us together. And I actually believe it moves the generations forward. How fun is it to be able to have a record of things from the past not about you know the commercialism of it, but actually about the memories of it. I do think it also helps give kids identity and grandkids identity. And there's something so special about the family. So if we can just take a couple of minutes and really value the whole concept of the family memory Christmas tree. Now, what's beautiful about this is that if you also celebrate Hanukkah, what I've seen some of our clients do who celebrate both, they celebrate Hanukkah or they celebrate, you know, a lighter version of Christmas, Um, they'll use this to actually integrate and they'll tell stories about the cultural traditions and they'll tell stories about what it means to them and how they discovered God in this process. And it's just a really beautiful and elegant way and, and frankly, very easy way to introduce Um, biblical principles and precepts into your generations. So I'll end on this one for, for this episode. You know, faith is a big part of my life. And one of the things that's fun to do is if you go ahead and take those pictures of the individual ornaments, you can also actually have them made into little booklets. And those make great stocking stuffers. All right, friends. This, I hope that you've enjoyed this special edition of the Holiday Decor podcast. You know, this is this is one of those lovely things for me, the the family memory Christmas tree. I'm always looking for ways to integrate this, even if it's just a little tabletop tree. You know, sometimes our clients really do like they they call on us because They've got five parties this year and their house really does need to function for some high level events and things like that. They're like, Ann, I do not have space for a family memory Christmas tree this year. Like this thing has to like hustle and work for this event and this event and this event and this event. And well, I'd love to do that, it's just not gonna work. And so what we've been able to incorporate for them sometimes is just a little tabletop tree and we'll take the concepts with the stories and the images and the pictures, and we'll have a little photo book made up. And then we can just have these little cards placed on the tree, and that can be in a back family room where nobody's gonna go. How fun would it be to spend a day working on your holiday home design? What would it be like if you could actually create a storyline and a color story for your holiday home? Well, we have an opportunity for you that is new this year called Holiday Decor Live. My team and I have an entire day set aside where you can come in and out and workshop with us and learn how we create fabulous, beautiful, stress-free holiday homes. We'll be sharing with you our happy holiday decorator system and the same process that we train our professional and certified holiday designers in. You can find out more information about the upcoming Holiday Decor Live Masterclass on our website at www.holidaydecorhome.com. Don't miss this one, friends. On January 1st, you're going to be sad if you missed this year's Holiday Decor Live. We have a seat with your name on it. Again, you can find out more information at HolidayDecorHome.com. So, I hope that this has encouraged you this week. It's just such fun and an honor to share with you. You know, I we call this the season of celebration. We don't even call it Christmas decorating, though we celebrate Christmas. My, my family and I do. We also celebrate Hanukkah, but there's this whole process of creating this season of celebration where we really take a beat and, you know, invite our creator, invite our maker into this season to help us ready for the next and to really encourage us. So blessings for this week. Let me know what you come up with for your family memory or tradition, cultural tradition Christmas tree. All my best and blessings. This is Anne signing off for this week. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.holidaydecorhome.com. I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Holiday Decor Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found.
0: Thank you for listening. For more information and tips on how to turn your home into a place of joy this holiday season, please visit HolidayDecorHome.com.